0: Hey guys, just wanted to hop on here and tell you before we start this podcast, this will contain spoilers for all the Scream movies leading up to Scream 6. I have not yet seen Scream 6, it's coming out Friday, but in this podcast there will be spoilers for all of the other Scream movies. If you have not watched the Scream movies and plan to, please click off this podcast. It is not important to you right now you know in the future when you finish yeah come check it out but now no but if you don't want to watch the movies you can listen if you want it really won't make sense though but there is spoilers in this podcast i'm making that clear there are spoilers for one through five okay enjoy the pod Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sarcastically Me, your favorite and only podcast you listen to. Just kidding. My ego's not that big. But welcome back. Um, I think today's going to be a very interesting episode because I am a huge Scream fan. So, I just did a major re- rewatch this week because I go see Scream 6 March 10th, Friday. So, Major Rewatch took some notes, and I'm just going to talk to you about each one of the films and stuff I found just from this Rewatch. And yeah, so we're going to get into it today. Alrighty, we're getting into it now. So, we'll start off with the one, the only, the original screen. So before I start, if you have not seen any of the Screams, this podcast will have spoilers for all the Scream movies. Not the new one, not Scream 6, but from 1 through 5, there will be spoilers in this podcast. So please, if you do not want any of the movies spoiled, don't listen. It's up to you. But yeah, here we go. So Scream 1, the OG, okay? Iconic drew barrymore scene opening act very very good i love the opening act scene and it's yeah it's great nothing beats the original the original two killers and most of the screams have two killers now i'll come back to that most and by scream three but yes scream one just has the originality like Stu mocker and billy loomis icons icons (laughs) icons <laughs> i say they're they're my favorite but there's nothing to say on the first one that it's great love it but the second screen. this is where my notes get a little more in depth of things i've caught on to because i've noticed little pick-me-ups about things in certain movies like um i love the opening scene For Scream 2, Uh, it was a film release of the Stab movie, which is kind of our scream in their world. So Stab is the scream of their world. And it's based off of the Gale Weathers book. And just, it's so good. I love the multiple openings they do, different ones, because you kind of see into their universe a little more. Like, they're watching the movies as well. But, let me tell you. My favorite One of my favorite characters. Well, not favorite. One of the coolest characters, I gotta say, is Randy. Oh my goodness. Love Randy. Just Randy in general. Because Randy. So, Scream 2 is kind of where Sydney goes to college. After everything that happens in... The first movie she's off to college same college as Randy Randy's in film theory classes and he's a very film guy he's a very film theory guy like he gives us all the rules how, to how to survive a movie which is amazing and they kind of have to live off those rules but it kind of depends on what movie you're in because there's like sequel rules and if they're trying to make it a trilogy kind of thing. But just his character in general is amazing. They did a really good job with Randy. It's Kind of sad, but Randy, you're an OG. (laughs) And then I love when Dewey sees Sid um, again, and he tells her to be careful because the killer could be someone in her circle. And if you are a Scream fan, you know the tagline. It's always someone you know. Yes, always. Like, they're not, they, they could be a side character, but you've seen them, you know? Yes. And that one had two killers as well. So the first one had two killers. Second one had two killers. Um, You also get to see Cotton. Now, Cotton kind of was mentioned in the first one. Sydney's mom was having an affair with Cotton and everyone thought Cotton killed not everyone, but Sydney thought Cotton killed her mom. So he ended up in jail and he's actually innocent. So we get to see. So Gail kind of set up a meeting and didn't tell Sydney. Because she was trying to interview her, you know. Big news story. But um Gail gets better further on. <laughs> But it that meetup, Cotton was just like he thought this was supposed to happen, and Cindy was like, uh, what the fuck's going on? So yeah. And Scream Two is definitely copycat. Basically they're all copycats because it's not the original. (laughs) And the killers that end up being are crazy in Scream Two. It's it threw me off. Okay, so Scream 3 takes place after Cotton is a free man, after Scream 2, of course. It opens with Cotton getting a call in his car in L.A. traffic, and Ghostface is threatening his girlfriend, Sid's kind of off the grid, as per usual she would be. Um, and this one is all about Stab 3, and it is the third movie, so it's Stab 3, Scream 3, you know, kind of interesting. Basically, Ghostface is killing the cast of Stab 3 in the order Stab 1 was done. So, basically, they were trying to recreate the original. Um... This one is also interesting because there's only one killer, I believe, which is, ends up being Sid's brother or half-brother. half, half brother. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And Ghostface, which is her brother, was leaving like pictures of the mother and they were trying to figure it out. Turns out she went by a different name back when she was an actress. They didn't even know she was an actress. Um, I think... Gale and Dewey really aren't together in the beginning of this. And, yeah. So, 3 was kind of a bummer for me. It got really weird. There's a cute detective named Mark who Patrick Dempsey played. Loved his character. But, yeah. Scream 3 was kind of m- mid for me. It wasn't the best. But, yeah. Those are my thoughts on it. I didn't really catch anything different or that leads to anything so let's get into Scream 4. So, Scream 4 has that multiple opening scene where all these people are watching one of the Stab movies, and it's like, whoa, 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 what are we watching? And then it actually gets into the freaking thing you're watching, and I'm just like, whoa. And we're introduced to the lovely Kirby in this movie, Scream 4. Love Kirby. Um, and Dewey. it's so funny. Dewey's getting in this car, and you hear this zooming car. Meow! And it's Kirby going, motherfucker. And she goes, sorry, Sheriff. <laughs> and that's how we're introduced to Kirby. Kirby's actually kind of cool, because she's the only other survivor who wasn't, well, the only survivor who wasn't a main character, but did get stabbed, but survives, because it was answered in the trailer for us. And so I kind of want to see that. I can't wait. Yeah, Kirby. I love Kirby in Scream 4. We're also introduced to Trevor, who also was stabbed, but, you know, they kind of left Kirby and Trevor open, which I know they're going to be in the new Scream because you saw them in the trailer. And I just want to see how they introduce those characters as well. But yeah, love those guys. And in Scream 4, Sydney's assistant mentions New York City. Like, oh, after this whole Woods Woodsboro thing's over, we're going to go to New York. We're going to fly to New York. So, New York City is, like, kind of mentioned in there. And then we find out who the killers are, and it was kind of shocking on who the killers were for me. But not really. One of them not really, but the other one was kind of like, huh, interesting. Yeah, the killers end up being Jill, Jill, which is like Sydney's niece who wants to be like famous, you know, she wants to be that TikTok famous, but they didn't have TikTok back then. And all she wants is like the fame. That's all she wants, because Sydney, you know, Sydney Prescott is the main character. You know, she's Sydney Prescott. So yeah, and Charlie was just a weirdo. And he's like, oh, at least this time Randy will get the girl. And he's calling himself like Randy. I'm like, dude, shut up. You're no Randy. Randy was way better. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But yeah. Let's move on to Scream 5. Alrighty. The legacy characters, like I was saying, are Gail, Dewey, and Sydney. All three are back in. The last Scream as of right now, not Scream 6. So Scream 5 is what I'm talking about. So the intro, just like the original Scream, OG, kind of different, but close enough. So they kind of made it close to the original. So like I said, legacy characters, and then we're introduced to Sam, Tara, chad i can't remember all their names amber and yada yada and we're introduced to sam carpenter which is actually billy loomis's daughter dun, dun, dun. so exciting when i found that out i legit shit myself because i was like what that's cool this is gonna open up the world more yeah um so sam is billy loomis's daughter so tara the little sister gets attacked by ghost okay just like the OG call, she's making something. To talk about scary movies. Da da da. Landline call. Okay. So Sam's not actually living in Woodsparrow. She's actually in California somewhere. Is what's I don't know. Yeah, she's somewhere. And then, um, she comes back and. Her boyfriend has no idea what the stab movies are. He's like, what? What is the stab? Yeah. We love him. And then um, they come back. Tara's in the hospital. Ghostface tries to attack Tara again. Yeah. So, and then we find out Randy actually has a niece and a nephew. Because his sister's still alive. And his sister popped in in the third movie. She's not like a big main character, but she's like a side character. You know, you keep in mind. So, yes, Randy still has generational people alive. So, they are connected. And the niece loves the movies. Like, she talks about the requill and what a requill is. And they talk about Vince. He's like this rando guy who comes in in the movie, and turns out his mom was actually Leslie Mocker, is his Vince's mom, which is Stu's sister, which brings me into one of my big theories, in a big theory in the Scream community. And in this Scream 5, Gail also mentions New York, because where is she on the TV? In New York. New York is a big thing. I'm telling you. And then everything goes through everybody and they end up at Stu Mocker's house, which was like the original. The last scene was filmed in Stu Mocker's house. And the killers and Dewey talks about the rules with Sam. Okay, you know. The killer could be anyone you know. Like a love interest. And he makes that clear. And then As you get to the end, you find out who the killers are, which are, like, Richie and Amber. And you're just like, oh, shit. Sam trusted this guy, and he was the killer. And Richie was like, Dewey had it in one guess. Yeah. Craziness. So, I'm going to get into some of my hopes and theories for Scream 6. So, I know they introduced Kirby back. Because she gets stabbed in Scream 4, but we don't know if she lives or dies. So apparently she lives, which is cool. But I don't know how they're going to introduce her back into the franchise. I'm hoping they do like a um, funeral for Dewey. Because yes, Dewey did die in Scream 5, which was really sad to watch. And I hope they do like a funeral for Dewey. Because that would be a good way to introduce some characters back. Like Kirby back. And this is a big theory in the Scream universe. Is Stu Monker still alive? And this is a big theory because um, they always make it a point in every Scream movie that you have to kill the killer twice because they always come back. You have to shoot him in the head. But What happened in Stu and Scream. So what happens to Stu in the first movie is that the television falls on his head and he's electrocuted. And you know how Ghostface disappears and the body disappears? Well, we never actually see his body. So, and he actually never got killed twice. Like Billy Loomis, you know, got stabbed and then, you know, Sidney killed him in the head. Because Randy's like, they always come back. So they make that up. Big fucking point in all these movies leading up to Scream 5. Always made a point. So, and it's not just me thinking about this theory. A lot of Scream fans also say the same thing like, is he alive? We don't know. But I have a feeling he might be. Because that is a big open-ended thing. They never fully confirmed he was dead. So, hmm, I think he's still alive i think he's been a part of it the whole time like billy loomis's mom huh and scream 2 she like she like got deep yeah so you know maybe Stu was her accomplice behind the scenes who knows well, I guess I'll find out on Friday, which is tomorrow, because I'm going to go see Scream 6. I'm so excited. I've been waiting such a long time to see it. Oh, and I had a theory. This doesn't feed into the actual noun, but Sydney in Scream 5, she talks about Mark and the kids. Now, if you go back to Scream 3, um, he... Patrick Dempsey plays Mark. He plays like the detective. And helps out. And he likes Sydney. And they kind of mentioned Mark's name. Because she said Mark and the girls are safe. So I'm thinking he's he and Sid actually got married. In the time Scream 5 happened. I think it's Mark. Like Mark from... Scream 3 is her husband. I don't know. I just wanted to pop that in there. But okay, guys, this is the end of the podcast. Hope you enjoyed. I had a really fun time rewatching it, taking notes, and talking to you guys. So I will be doing a review of Scream 6. I will try not to have spoilers in it. Just talk about my thoughts and how I enjoyed the movie. But yeah. So I guess that's it for now um yeah bye guys thanks for listening this was sarcastically me screamathon